This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the Talksport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats, and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live. Because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Hello everyone and welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast uh, with me, Joe Redmond, as we look ahead to the Leeds United game, which is taking place on Sunday, the 2nd of January, uh, 2022. I think kickoff is at 2pm. It's, of course, an away game at Ellen Road. Uh, big one this one. Leeds currently five points above us in the Premier League. If they win, you know, they, they, they pull away from us. If we win, they drag them back into it. A draw keeps them within touching distance, um, but they'll be happier with a draw uh, than we will. I think we need to... This, this this needs to be the game where we need to really start showing the fact that we're serious about stopping up for me. I think if we go to this one and put in another performance like we did against Newcastle, where we just can't be arsed. I don't mind if they go there and, and get beat and you know, play really well and create chances and, you know, Woody maybe bags a couple, you know, and that hopefully that turns his season around. But they go to Ellen Road like they did to when they went to St. James's Park and just put in an absolute shambles of performance where they just can't be bothered, no desire, no heart, nothing. 
then I'll, I'll really be very, very surprised if we manage to get out of this. But this needs to be the game where they proper start, you know, showing the world that they are serious about staying up. Um, obviously, no news on Kone yet. Obviously, we played at the time of recording this. This is, what day is it? Friday, the 31st of December. Uh, I think Sean Dyche's post-match, sorry, pre-match thing is tomorrow. Uh, so, no word on Kone yet. Obviously, he wasn't featured in the defeat at Manchester United. And, of course, Nick Port wasn't. But let's talk about that because Nick Port was obviously out. Uh, and when Hennessy when came in, he did very, very well. So, you know, I wouldn't be too bothered if he's still out for the Leeds game. Obviously, I want him back in the side. And if Pope is back from COVID, then fingers crossed um, he is. Uh, and Dash puts him in the side. I would rather have him there uh, than Hennessey. But I'm not overly worried. Like Normally, if Pope's out on that, for God's sake, Pope's out, we're going to get beat. But now, I'd be like, oh, you know, well, Hennessey's decent. He played well at United. He made some good saves. Um, but Aaron Lennon, the other person that came in, uh, there was a lot of eyebrows raised, including myself. I'm not one of them to go slagging him off on Twitter, though, which I think a lot of people should stop doing. Uh, but as soon as the name Aaron Lennon was on the team sheet, a lot of people say, for God's sake, it's 2022 and Aaron Lennon's playing football, or it's nearly 2022, you got to say, and Aaron Lennon's starting a game in the Premier League. He was fantastic. He was absolutely fantastic in that number 10 role. I will fully admit when he plays on the wing, which is where Dash has played him every other time, I think, he goes missing. Um, not to the level that Goodmanson goes missing. While that man is still starting, that's another thing. People get more annoyed that Lennon started than Goodmanson. We need to, you know, Goodmanson needs to be the one that's dropped for a little bit. Um, but Lennon was fantastic in that number 10 role. A lot of people have been crying out for like Dwight McNeil in that number 10 role. I think maybe Lennon is the answer for when Corne goes to AFCON. Obviously, I would rather have Corne back again. It would be harsh to drop Lennon um, after his performance at Old Trafford. But uh, for me, if Corne is back, obviously, I think 99.99% of people will agree with me. If he's back, uh, then we stick him in that number 10 role alongside Wood. Um, but he's another person I want to talk about. And I've just said it in my interview with the Leeds fan that you can hear in a minute. I will die on the Chris Woodhill and I've done for years, but I think right now I'm happy to to sort of like say he's not good enough at the minute. He needs to be dropped. Uh, he needs a rest. He didn't get a rest in the summer, did he? Because what, the season finished in late July, early August, was it? I can't remember. Not. I think it was late July, weren't it? And then he's he's carted off, you know, to, to New Zealand straight away to meet up with his squad. Then he's, you know, has to go back to Japan, uh, sorry, go to Japan to play in the Olympics. And he's there for what, three and a half, four weeks? Because he did quite well, didn't he? They got to the quarterfinals. Um, then after that, he goes back to New Zealand for you know for, for whatever. I think he went to see family as well. Then he's come back to 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 Burnley to get straight started into pre-season. So I'm not one of these people that's going to start going, oh, Chris Wood is shit. He's been the leading goal scorer in the Premier League for the past three, four seasons. He's obviously not shit. He's, he's the best striker that we have. But right now, he's not playing very, very well. He, he needs to be dropped badly. I wouldn't drop him for the Leeds game, though. I know a few people will be saying that they would do. Um, simply because it should give him you know, that extra bit of fire in his belly playing against his old club and he's going to get a bit of stick. So fingers crossed that fires in. But, you know, he had a couple of chances again at Old Trafford um, and he's missed him again. Not clear-cut chances, to be fair, but, you know, he's had a couple of chances. He had a chance as well where he should have laid Lennon off it and he messed that up. So I just think, I've said it time and time again, he's such a confidence player, such a confidence player. When it's not going well for him, I just feel like it's just not going well and he couldn't hit a barn door. Uh, but when it's going well for him, you know, it, anything he touches turns to gold. It's, it's, he's the most confidence player I've ever seen. So I'd play him for the Leeds game, and hopefully, like I said, given that fire in his belly, then I wouldn't rest. I won't play him for for a while if he's if he's dog shit again in that. Um, I'd rest him. But anyway, let's get into the pre-game chat. Um, I am joined by Leeds United fan Aaron, who is from LS11. Right, and just like that, as promised, joining us now to give us a Leeds United perspective is Aaron from the LS11 podcast and YouTube channel. How are you doing, mate? You all right? I'm good, buddy. How are you? 
Yeah, go thank yourself. I've just yeah. asked you that question. Ignore that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're just talking off air, weren't we? You've uh, you've had COVID over Christmas, aren't you? Feeling better, mate? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. I tell you now, it knocked me out. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. So, um, but yeah, I'm a lot better. Thank you. And uh, on the road to recovery. Fair enough. Well, people like us see football as sort of like a bit of an escapism. Um, normally it can help us, you know, these sort of things. You know, you've got COVID, you can go into football, you can escape through it. Obviously, that's what it's all about. But not so much for Burnley and Leeds fans this season. I think going to the football is making it worse, um, mm. especially for Burnley. I think I think you won't be too far behind us in that sort of respect. But talk to me about your season so far, because just looking at the Premier League table, obviously you're not that far above us. We're 18th. Abysmal mm. season, one win all season, 11 points. You've done a bit better, you know. You've seen your team win three times. You've only seen your team lose eight times, which, to be fair, is is one more than us. But you've played two games more. Um, but you're two positions above us and five points above us in the league table. So, sum up your season so far for us, mate. Uh, well, injuries. I think we've 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 really struggled with injuries so yeah. far this season. And uh, to be fair, I think we've been a bit unlucky. We're missing you know key players for us. You know the likes of Bamford, uh, Phillips. Um, you know even Liam Cooper, our captain. You know it was so, so key for us. Um, but you know we, we just haven't had a fully fit squad to be honest, pal. And I think that's what's really hampered our season so far. Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking that you're going to be all right then, or, or are you looking over your shoulder a little bit? Weird? I think, I think for Leeds, when I look at Leeds, I think you remind me of us last season. Mm. In danger, but three worst teams, and probably will be okay. Like Norwich had gone for me. Yep. Newcastle have obviously got the lifeline of the money. If they didn't have the money, I'd be 100% convinced that they were gone. Us, I was saying to everybody. Um, we need to get to January the 15th and then have mm. progressed a little bit. But then all our games have been called off. So that's our saving grace is the games mm. in hand. Um, but I've been watching us play recently and I'm not convinced. I'm starting to get a little bit worried, but I'm still not saying we're down just yet. And then mm. there's Watford as well, who've got like one good player in that, Dennis. And yeah, well, I was going to say you were going to AFCON, but apparently I think Watford have blocked it. I'm not really sure what's gone on there, but he's not going mm. now. So, but the point is, I can't see, I can't see them teams putting a, a, some wins together and catching you. How, how are you feeling about relegation? Are you all right? <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, it's not really concerned me because I know we've got some decent players and once we've got a fully fit squad, we can beat anybody in the league and we showed that last season. You know, once we've yeah. got a fully fit squad, you know, we can go away and take points from anybody. Um, but I think what worries me in the short term is is our injury crisis. And you know, I was listening to Bielsa this morning, you know, uh, Cooper and Phillips not going to be back till March, so yeah, I think our owner is, is going to have to get his hands in his pockets really and uh, and try and get a few players in, in January to really help us out. And I know Bielsa likes that small, you know, that small squad mentality, but uh, but for me, I think we need to really get his hands in his pockets and really strengthen this January. Where where, where are we looking to strengthen then? Are you looking to strengthen them? Positions where players like Cooper and, and Phillips are injured, and, and obviously you because when, when I think of Leeds, I think. Obviously, I think back to the game last season at the turf where you battered us. And yeah. Phillips, he absolutely, he just made everything tick that game. So you'll know more about Leeds than me. But mm. it felt like he was the heart. He's basically your Declan Rice to what, yeah. you know, for what West Ham is. And I feel like you are massively missing him. And I, when I saw the news today that he was out, I mean, I like Phillips and I'm a big England fan. Mm. But I was buzzing that he was missing the Burnley game. Um, so do you think you're going to strengthen in them two areas or, or maybe some other areas? Yeah, I think there's two areas. The defensive midfield area for, for, for cover for... Um... For Phillips, I think is, is a key area, and I think a creative midfielder as well. I know we've got Adam Farshaw back, but he's had two years out, um, and it, and he's shown signs of brilliance. But I just think you know, just 
you know, for a Premier League, you know, campaign, you need to have that little bit more quality in that pitch, so in, in that area of the pitch. So, yeah, I think there's just two areas. I think we'll probably bring another defender as well, uh, and I, I, maybe another striker because you know we've got Bamford. Um, he's potentially coming back for the Burnley game. He's not there yet, um, yeah. and then we've got uh, the young um, Gelhart as well. You know, and obviously we've got Rodrigo. He's, he's always in there. So, yeah, it's it, it's a tough one really, and I think I genuinely do feel that you know Bielsa doesn't go into the January window um, with much optimism but I think this year I think he'll have to go into it yeah, well, it's a tough time though, isn't it? I think we're in a similar mm. position because we've got Chris Wood up top who's not injured, but he might as well be. He's playing like he is. Um, yeah. And then you've got Maxwell Corney, who's easily the best player in the squad, but he seems mm. like he's a bit of a Stephen DeFore and Robert Brady where he's made of glass. So I think yeah. we're going to have to go into the January transfer window and maybe strengthen in some areas. But it's too difficult, isn't it, the January transfer window? I, as a, I mean, you're a club that is known recently for you know, mm. spending a bit of money, but Burnley have never been that club. So I go into January and think, well, what's the point? We're not going to get anyone decent in. So are you confident you can bring some players in? I hope so. Um, I know we've been linked with a couple of players, from, mainly from the Championship. We've been looking at Swift from Reading and is it Diaz from Blackburn. We've been seen to be linked Please with Please sign him, mate. They can't come up. Please <laughs> sign him. I would love it. I Please the, sign him. The problem is, though, with those, you know, Blackburn, they're looking for promotion. They're not going to let their star player go. You know, not when they've got you know, 150 million potentially come May. That's my worry. But Mowbray said something about two weeks ago, saying we may have to sell some stars in January. So Really? Yeah. yeah. It's daft, isn't it? You've got the potential of 150 million quid for coming up and you might get 15, 20 million for Diaz. I mean, he is the reason why they're doing so well. I don't want to go too into it. I'm not talking about Blackburn for too long. But um, it's like half a season wonder. So can he cut it in the Prem? Who knows? But if someone takes a chance on him, I'd be buzzing with that yeah you know, I don't know I, I've, I've seen a little bits of him you think yeah he could he could do a job but again with, with BLC he likes to get these players in and he'll, if he did come in in January he probably wouldn't start till probably March because he'll yeah, want he, like he, I totally he, get he, that Dice he'll like want that. to you know get him you know get him trained up and see him and things so yeah it, it's a tough one January for us and we've never really been in this position before as Leeds fans you know under Bielsa um, you know we, we used to winning quite a lot and doing well yeah. and the last games I think Covid has been a bit of a blessing for us just to allow us to bring some players back. Um, but what I don't like about this is that you guys, I think you've got three games in hand on us, haven't you? Um, yeah, but it, I'd rather be in your position. Like People say this, like, oh, I've only got these games in hand now. So it, 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 it was good in a way because Watford and Newcastle carried on playing and they lost every yeah. single game. So that yeah. helped us. But obviously you guys, had. did you have one called off? Um, yeah, we've, we've had going, two. Yeah. We've had Liverpool and, and Villa off. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had four overall, but one was because of the weather at yeah. home to Spurs. Then we've got games at home to Watford and Everton, which are both mm. winnable. Um, and then one away to Villa, which you know maybe maybe a point at best. But yeah, yeah I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have played them games already and have the wins. I'd rather have points on the board like you guys. I'd rather be in your position right now than I always put it that way. But it's, oh, really? it's, people are looking at that and saying, "Oh, look, they've got a few games in hand, but." We have to win them yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not playing too well, so yeah. Well, no, I watched you guys last night against Manchester United. I don't think you did too bad, to be fair. It, it were a weird game, mate. We played like a Chris Wood. Like I love him to bits. Like I've died on the Chris Wood hill so many times defending him because Burnley fans always slag him off because he's a big lump and stuff like that. And and he yeah. looks slow when he's running. But that's just because he's big. 
But this season he's been gash. He's been terrible. Um, he's yeah. such a confidence player, and he was at Leeds as well. If mm. he's if he's on a bad run, he's dreadful. But if he's on a good run, like anything he hits goes it back at net. He yeah. needs a couple of goals. If he goes to Ellen Road and gets a bit of stick and then sticks one it back at net or something, you know, that that'll that could turn his season around. Um yeah. really, really need it. But yeah, I agree with you, mate. We played okay. We just had a bit of a mad 35 minutes defensively, but we created mm. so many chances. We just don't seem to have someone with enough quality to stick it in back at net. net uh, Sorry, back of the net at the minute. Mm. You've got Aaron Lennon. <laughs> Great finish. Where did that there. come from? I, I, seen, <laughs> I seen the team sheet. I seen the team sheet and I was like, oh, 2022 in two days. And we're yeah. starting Aaron Lennon and Wayne Ennessey. And they were the best two players on the pitch. That for yeah. us. Sorry. They were the best two players, Burnley yeah, players yeah. on the pitch. So I am a little bit, I was worried. Like, I was thinking we need Corney back for Leeds because it's such a big mm. game. And we definitely need Pope in the net for Leeds because it's such mm. a big game. We can't lose at Leeds. If we lose at Leeds and obviously you go, what, eight points ahead of us, we can pretty much count you out. Um, so it we has, need to it? bring you back into it. This game has, it's become probably the biggest game of the season so far for both sides, really. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I wasn't really pinpointing this as, you know, when you look at the fixture list, oh, you know, this could be a potential, you know, big game. But it's all of a sudden with, obviously, with COVID and postponements and things and where we are in the league table, it's, it's arguably the biggest game of the season, I think, for both sides. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a must not lose for you. I think if you mm. draw and keep us at five points, I think that's better result for you than it is for us. I think we need to win to drag you back into it. But yeah. I've not seen much to, to say that we are going to win, but I've not seen much from you either to say that we are going to win. But we'll get into predictions in a minute. I, I do want to talk to you about your form because it isn't the best. Um, no. And I don't want to you know, bring some old memories up and things like that. But if you look on the screen now, there are your latest results. Obviously, you got beat 4-1 at Arsenal. You can have that yeah. one because of, obviously, the uh, the COVID situation. The 7-0 at Man City, that's obviously the one I don't really want to bring up, the, the bad memory and stuff. Um, yeah. The 3-2 at Chelsea, now I watched that one. Um, yeah. You played very well in that one. So I look at that one and I think, you know, I'm watching that thinking Leeds will be all right, they'll be all right. But then obviously the other two, um, you're playing against good sides with good injuries, but I still would have liked to yeah. see more defensively. Um, but then there's the draw at home to Brentford. I didn't, mm. I didn't watch that one, so I'm not sure on that one. Uh, a good, good win against Palace, and then the nil-nil yeah. at Brighton. What, what do you make of your last six results? Uh, the standout for moment for me because I was at that game. I was at Chelsea for that one. Chelsea when they, they beat us three two, and I think we were literally we were well we were robbed. <laughs> we yeah, no that, that was never a penalty. I, never. I, I, penalty. I, I, I was talking in a WhatsApp group. I say I was, I was like. I, Never say this sentence much, but I felt sorry for Leeds fans there because yeah. that was never a penalty in a million years. You wouldn't have got that, for example, if it were no. that. The Chelsea game, we were tactically spot on, and it was probably for me, it was probably our, our performance of the season so far. And you know, yeah. we, we played exceptionally well, and we were unlucky not to come away with at least a point. Um, so I'd say that was other than you know, obviously on the screen, it looks like it's it's a defeat, but I don't think that the scoreline gives it any justice. Um, Brighton, I think we were lucky, we were extremely lucky to. To come away them because they absolutely battered us. Uh, Palace, they were they were nothing special. You know, we looked in, in total control with that game. Brentford, again, similar to that. I think you know the, the draw. We should have really beaten them. Uh, that's yeah. definitely a two points drop. Well, Man City seven though. Listen, it could have been PSG that night against them, and they probably still will have steamrolled them because yeah. they were just so on fire. They are by far yeah. the best team in the division. Easily, um, easily. And, and you know, seven nil. It is what it is. But yeah, they're going to win the league. It's, it's 
beyond. They're just too good. Yeah, they're, they're just they, they're ridiculously good, and they've got ridiculous depth. It, they're just so much better than everybody else. But you know, yeah. we've been on the receiving end of a few City defeats. It's, it's a running joke in Burnley and amongst mm. Burnley fans. You go to City, you get beat five 0 you go home. Yeah. It happens to every team every now and then. Yeah. And obviously, there was a four-one at Arsenal, which you know I think you can just write that one off because you've got so yeah. many injuries and stuff. So. so yeah, exactly. You know, we had kids playing. You know, it, yeah. to be fair, that should have been postponed, but. It is what it is. We've got it out of the way and we've played them and we'll just beat them at the Emirates when we go down there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> you mentioned you watched you mentioned you watched Burnley last night and you give yeah. sort of like a decent little um, summary of it. Have you watched us much other, other times this season? What, what have you made of us so far this season? Obviously, yeah. not in the position that we want to be. Yeah, I was at the uh, the Burnley Leeds game right at the start of the season. I think we were really yeah. lucky to come away with a point for that one. I think both teams were poor. Both it, two poor goals, two it, poor well, teams. And it, I will be honest with you, it reminded me of the Championship uh, back yeah. in the Championship days because there was just no quality on the pitch. Uh, but for Burnley, for me, you know, they'll just grind out results. You know, you got your two big units at the back. You've got me and uh, Tarkowski. Once you get Cornet on, you know, singing, singing and dancing and Wood, you know, Aaron Lennon, you know, you're absolutely fine. <laughs> I genuinely, I genuinely, you know, I think you guys will be fine. I really do. I think you, you always seem to scrape out at the, you know, you'll always get out of the situation when you've got Daesh there. He's prone. You know, regular seventeenth finisher um, or above. You know, he'll he'll get the job done. And I don't know. It's interesting hearing from you guys saying that you think you were a bit worried, but I genuinely, I think there's, I think there's three yeah, worse teams in the division. It's it's for opposition fans always say, nah, it's just Burnley. Burnley, you'll grind it out. You always do, but mm. I don't know when you're involved in it and you're in this position and you're seeing them have like a mad thirty-five minutes defensively like they did last night. You know, we've done yeah. it. So many times I've been one the look this season and end up losing two one three one. That's just mm. not Burnley. That's no. my worry. That's just not Burnley. We've been in positions where we should have picked up points, and I do think we're in a false position. I do think we deserve to be higher, but yeah. that's also the worry. And you know we've yeah. been playing well in games and not picking up, but recently the last four or five games we haven't been playing so well. We got beat against Newcastle for God's sake. You know what I mean? Mm. We were dreadful that game, and that's what worries me. We had a massive game against Newcastle. We mm. went into it, showed no desire, nothing, and they were terrible. Now we've got another massive game coming up. Are we going to go into mm. that showing no desire again? So, mm. fingers crossed, obviously, we, we pull it out of the bag. Obviously, we've mentioned injuries. You've mentioned Bamford might be on the way back. Obviously, Cooper's out, Phillips is out. Is there anything else to know? Anything that you said Bielsa's been speaking this morning? What else has he said in terms of injuries? Anyone coming back? Anyone else out? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of young players out. So, we've got... Um... We've got uh, we've got a few Shackleton's out. He's one of our young kind of right back. He'll, he'll fit into midfield as yeah. well. We've got Cresswell out, young eighteen-year-old defender. He's probably out. So, yeah, we've got some. We've just played with injuries. We've got Lorente coming back. I think that's decent. But then you know, it, it, it's a tough one for us. You know, with with so many injuries and COVID, we just don't really know. It, you know, could have a lot of kids playing on Sunday. We don't really yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I say I was watching you guys last night, and I was I'm sure I was reading on Twitter that if you guys pick up an injury or you get a COVID case, that could potentially be postponed. That uh, well, game. I don't know. Dice seems to be one of the managers, and big respect to Leeds for this. But you know, you've had the chance where you probably could have gone crying to the Premier League, yeah. like Everton did, like Watford did, like Villa, yeah. have, like Newcastle have, and you could have got it called off. Yeah. Dice just sort of like said in his interviews, sort of like said that we'll just get on with it, sort of vibe. So. Yeah. Obviously, if it gets to a point where we literally cannot field a team, then who knows? I might do. But I think we had seven first teamers out last night. Yeah. Um, so I think we probably could have had that one called off if we wanted to. Yeah. So yeah, we probably could get Sunday called off if we want to. But mm. 
you know, I don't think one of them clubs like Leeds, who's mm. going to go cry to the Premier League and do it. So unless it gets to the stage where we physically cannot do it, then who knows, we might do. But um, mm. yeah, quite a few players out yesterday. But, you know, Hennessy and Lennon came in and they were the two did very well. So fingers yeah. crossed they can do it again on, on Sunday. Um, but you mentioned Bamford earlier as well. What, what's the latest with him then? You think he's going to be back or is he, is he just going to be on the bench and maybe be brought in later on? I- I'd imagine, I think for him, because I think he's such a big player for us, I think we threw him in for the Brentford draw. He, he got a last-minute draw for us, you know, last-minute goal, and, and he then yeah. picked up a hamstring injury, celebrating. So I think for him, he's, he's, such, <laughs> a big, he's such a big player for us. And, yeah. and not just in terms of scoring goals, but the way we press, the way we play, he's, he's, he's so vital to this team. Um, I think he'll probably be on the bench. I can't see him starting because I don't think girls will risk him. Um, I think he will get some minutes, though. He might get 15, 20 minutes or something um, you know I, I, again I think we'll probably see Gelhart or Robert start up front um, for us on Sunday Fair enough uh, what's happening with um, Rafina as well because there's rumours you know he's, he's being sold is he in the team is he playing or, or what, what's going on with that Yeah he's in the team he's going nowhere though um, I've, I've, I've seen on Twitter you know some from a couple of sources from Philly, etc., saying that they're looking to try and tie Phillips and Rafinha down to some longer term contracts. Yeah. So I think it's just tramp. It's just you get it at this time of year, don't yeah, you? Of course I'm going to say your best players will be linked, but if they're offering fifty million quid, I tell you what, they need to <laughs> double it at least for Rafinha because he is our standout player so far. And yeah, why yeah. why get rid of your best player? When you know you arguably at the minute, when you look at the, the table position, you know you're fighting to stay in the division. Why get rid of your best player? Yeah, I agree with that. It won't make any sense unless he wanted to leave. But you know, have a, have a no. It seems it seems quite settled and seems quite happy. But he is he is he's a great player, with Rafinha. He's, he's, he's a real talent. Uh, I want him to stay at Leeds next year. So, so you know, when World Cup in twenty twenty two, we've just yeah. said so we've got a Brazilian who plays for Leeds and he's in the World Cup. Yes, yeah, well, worth, worth, worthwhile watching. Yeah, fair enough. Um, let's get into predictions then. Um, I'm going to predict, um, similar to the game at the turf this season, I think it's going to be a better game for you than it is for us. I'm just going for a nil-nil. I just think both teams are lacking in quality at the minute. You've got so many players missing. My worry is that Rafinha's there and he, he could be the key. All you need is a moment of magic from him. But fingers crossed, Corne is back and he can he can do something similar for us. But yeah, I'm just going to go nil-nil. Two poor teams with a lot of injuries, a lot of first team is out, lacking in confidence both sides. Uh, I don't think it's going to be one for the purists. I think we're both going to be quite bored by the end of it. But in a weird way, even though I fully admit that a point is better for you than it is for us, I probably will take it. I just want to start getting some points on the board and then and then maybe going into to, to the Leicester game in a couple of weeks um, and trying to get mm. something there. But we'll see. What about you? It's difficult because obviously you played last night for us I, we haven't really seen them over the Christmas period I'm going to go for a, a 1-0 win for Leeds um, just because I think you know a couple of players have come out and said you know we're going to come back stronger you know this this week off has done us good we've got key players back um, so yeah I'm just going to sneaky feeling that Leeds will just take this one but it's not going to be an easy game it's going to be very very difficult yeah, fair enough. Well, at least you didn't predict a 4 0 win this time like you did last time. Yeah? So uh, well, I'll, I'll yeah, take that. Yeah. We, we must have improved, or you've got worse for both. <laughs> both, yeah. Yeah, both, both. Uh, but yeah, do you want, just want to, before we go, before we wrap it all up, you just want to plug where people can find you and LS11 and the lads that run LS11? Oh, well, we're here everywhere. We're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, LS11, uh, Legion Night Fan Channel, and we're there, really. So we're, all our stuff's in there. It's great. Nice one, mate. And uh, thanks for coming on, Turfcast. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Always a good talker, mate. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. 
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.